It's Tuesday, January 10th, and we're talking about uh, a little marketing minute that we had with a bunch of marketers in automotive, um, a handy EV tax credit tool so you can figure out if you're getting the credit or not, and the meme stocks are back. Back in black. Black. <laughs> What's that song? It's amazing. So, back in black. There you go. So there there's go. one thing that Kyle and I love to do in automotive, and that is to spend time around other automotive marketers. That's It's it's just one of those things where we feel like we're home. You know, we, so we, we talk are. a lot about OEM stuff, and we talk about industry partners and dynamics between the whole industry, and we love speaking with GMs, but when we get to be with a room of marketers... It's just home. Last night we were we're at the NCM 20 Group, um, hosted by David Kane in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm not used to being on Mountain Time, so it's a little weird. West it, Coast to East Coast travel. I went from the yeah. top right of the country to the bottom left. Yeah, and spent all day on a plane because yep. <laughs> because of Syracuse. I took a one way. Uh, yeah, this is Kyle, and Mr. Nashville. He's like, it's a little. He always texts me now. It's called Nashville. It's called Nashville. Direct it's one cool way. All right, so we were there last night, and and then really just like a couple interesting things. And for those that are not automotive marketers, like lean in just a little bit because this is it's really important. It's near and dear to our heart, legitimately. Um, you know, as we're having this conversation about content and brand marketing and how to lean in when we're starting to see inventory come back and reduce marketing spends potentially more, sure. and then also like just a more focused eye on marketing. There's going to be a renewed intent to go, am I getting the ROI? What's working? What's not working? And there was there was a like these were these are top mar like if you knew the groups that we were sitting with top in the country top top, top right? representing about 500 rooftops right and sharp and and what i'm always blown away at is the limited resources specifically with people and even more intently around creative and content Video, photo, uh, you know, written content. Grossly under resources, probably the term that I would use. Yeah, I mean, we, we, I, I kind of jokingly said, all right, how many people, uh, marketers to rooftops are two to one? Everyone kind of chuckled. I said, anyone one to one? Nobody in the group. Um, and I think I, I got to five to one, meaning in their team or by themselves. Rep responsible every, for five stores. Every person is responsible for a minimum of five stores. And, there will just never be a time where you can create the content, continue to dive into analytics, m manage the, the the spend and the and the and the the vendors appropriately for growth. Yep. Right. Now you might be able to put out enough fires. You might be able to you know hang in there and get, dial in some things right, but appropriately for growth and to to stop just continuing to having to pay over and over for the same customers um it, it it's it's a tough it's a tough space to be in and and i think we just we have to do a better job as, as an industry at resourcing these not just with education and learning but with with real tools with with people um because that's that's everything. Our content is our communication as an industry, not just as single rooftops. So, I mean, if you're in the marketing department, you know this is true already. But if you're a GM or an owner um, from a couple of people who spent a lot of time in automotive marketing across multiple stores, multiple places, we're saying if automotive is going to win the marketing game moving forward. And that's not just for your store, but that's creating great content and showing the rest of the country that the automotive industry is here to serve them. And when you do that well, 
your spend gets reduced and all that. This is our chance to reset and rebuild the machine in a good way after we had to shut the whole machine down in 2020. So there you go. A little marketing talk for you on a Tuesday morning. We had to bring it in close. Every once in a while, we just well, got to have a, have a little chat. Got to have a little family talk. So uh, we have a couple of fun stories for you as well. Um, one is that the startup analytics company Recurrent, EV analytics company Recurrent, they just released a new tool that helps EV buyers figure out whether or not the used EV they're looking for is eligible for the tax credit. If you've read the tax law, which I started, and, and then you fell asleep, then I probably <laughs> said, what does recurrent think? Um, you know, it's, it's very complicated to figure it out. And you can go to the website. We'll link it up in the show notes. And um, they basically, you punch in the VIN, and yep. it, it lists whether or not that vehicle is going to be eligible for the credit. You know, practical. Um, Paul, just a real quick question. If buyers could use it, is there a potential that, you know, dealers could nope, use that? They have type a buyer login. <laughs> you have to prove you're a retail consumer. <laughs> yes. No. Free for all. No, this is I mean it's a big issue and I think that having some level of lookup to be to to be able to know whether or not based on the time and mileage and and price point of the vehicle whether or not that that is going to be eligible for this used uh, car tax credit is just something that new we're having to deal with. It also has a lot of good information around what the the tax um, like what you need to be claiming as far as household income on taxes. So it's it. a real yep. just like quick litmus test Lots on of great education. is my client and is the car eligible for the, That's the, great. the tax to sit credit. There, to sit there and guide your client through the process. What a, what a gift that is. Um, Liz Najman, Policy Research Communication Manager at Recurrence said, in about 30 seconds, a car shopper will have a good idea if a used EV is likely to receive a tax credit. No tax law background required. Thank you so much Fancy. for our friends at Recurrent for making a practical tool that everyone can take advantage of. Speaking of people taking advantage of things. Ooh, really taking Stop. advantage of Stop. Segway time. The meme stocks are back, Kyle. Oh, man. We're, we're hollering back to what? 2020, 2021? I mean, we had AMC, GameStop. GameStop. Every time we've gone into GameStop. Craziness. My 16-year-old son is like, they got all that money, and they can't even make the store a little nicer. <laughs> Yo, those stores are tough. Um, speaking they smell of tough like stores, teenagers' bedrooms. What? Speaking of tough stores, <laughs> the meme stock that happened yesterday was Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, it seems like Reddit threads have allowed Bed Bath & Beyond in, uh, in, in what looked to be a potential bankruptcy. <laughs> that Reddit threads have allowed. We'll right. allow it. Yeah, by the communication that was had of the potential of a sale or the recovery. Merger, yeah. Um, or a merger, uh, basically a hundred and uh, what, hundred fourteen million dollars worth of the Best Buy stock was traded, which is almost equal to their entire stock value of one hundred and fifty-seven million, um, according to Refinitiv data. So, like, this is just what people are paying attention to, and I think it's really interesting that we do have this brick and mortar provider that is, or or, or retail organization that is showing a significant loss in their uh, in their last quarter's earnings, um, but that the stock market is starting to behave based on the, the education of the consumer. It is, and the consumers, I mean, like, the reason GameStop became a meme stock, the reason AMC became a meme stock, is because there is, like, a brand nostalgia about it that people yeah. said, we don't think it's just that these stocks go down. And yeah. even though that's not based on any financial performance, Bed Bath & Beyond obviously has some level of brand recognition and I mean, loyalty shoot. where people are willing to do something about it. Paul, where are we going to see all our as-seen-on-TV little trinkets Lori and gifts? Lori from Shark Tank must be beside herself. <laughs> She's probably mastermind behind the Reddit thread. She's yeah, a sleeper that exactly. one. But, and so um, 
You know, if you have like a hundred, no, we're not going to tell you to do it. We don't do investment advice. No, no, no. But I did also part of the article. It's not in the show notes. They said they they had thirteen. Um, you know, I don't know what they call them, like research firms that give a buy, sell, or hold rating on the stocks of it. Of the thirteen that weighed in, eight of them said sell, three of them said hold. So three of them said, you know what? Wow, it All actually right. might pan out. So it's that eight, nine, ten, eleven, and two of them said strongly sell. Yes, <laughs> get get it going. But I think the yep. point is, if people were listening to the stock traders and the stock analysts, they wouldn't have bought it in the first place, right? And, and it wouldn't be at 114 million. And here's where this ties down: is that if people are listening to lawmakers or mass media alone, um, they would write off retail auto. And if you, if oh, you, so good. and especially your local brand have a stronger brand, have a connection to the community, then the community will continue to support it. This uh, is what it looks like when the community fights for you. Wow. That's it. We're going to end That's the show with that right on there. Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know how that plan landed on that tarback, but it did. We hope you have an amazing Tuesday. You have people to serve regardless of what position you're in. But if you're a marketer, understand, we kind of have a soft spot. And we got you back. We got you.